the trial of two Aurora police officers charged in the 2019 death of Elijah McLean resumes this week. On Friday, the jury saw police body cam video of the fatal confrontation between McLean and the officers. The 23-year-old massage therapist was walking home from a convenience store when two officers responding to a 911 call about a sketchy person stopped him. McLean was wearing a runner's mask, which covered his face below his eyes because his anemic condition made him cold, according to relatives. In response to the officer's body footage, a lung physician testified that McLean's breathing became increasingly labored after the police put him into a chokehold. Dr. David Buther said he believed McLean, who threw up several times while being held onto the ground, urgently needed care before medics arrived and administered him a large dose of a sedative into his arm. Defense attorneys have blamed medics for McLean's cardiac arrest and subsequent death. According to the Associated Press, Elijah's mother, Shanine McLean, temporarily left the courtroom sobbing after the videos were shown. Later, McLean told reporters she wanted people to know her son was a real person, saying, quote, knowing everything that Elijah went through gets me here every day, unquote. Colorado homeowners who are rebuilding or repairing homes damaged by wildfire disaster will be eligible for a tax refund. The state's Department of Revenue's Sales Use Tax Exemption Wildfire Disaster Construction Act makes state sales and use taxes refundable for both building materials and home repairs related to wildfires between the start of 2020 and the end of 2022. The act covers declared wildfire disasters, which includes the 2020 Calwood and left-hand fires, as well as the 2021 Marshall Fire. More information and application forms can be found at the Colorado Department of Revenue's website. An online document denounces CU Boulder for, quote, driving out for female faculty. Juanito Hurtado has more. Two graduate students in the School of Education wrote an online document that outlines harassment, bullying, and public attacks against the four professors of color who had to leave their jobs this summer. They found parallels in treatment after analyzing interviews with the former female faculty. The professors have not been identified. According to the Daily Camera, the School of Education Dean, Cari Schultz, affirmed the four female professors of color resigned in August. She gave no comment on why they left. The dean also acknowledged C.U. Boulder's long history of racism while affirming that the university is taking steps towards fostering an anti-racist environment. The online document states that by summer 2023, the four female faculty of color had resigned from their jobs due to intentional removal, shown as microaggressions, everyday violence, gossip, and surveillance. For KGNU, I'm Juanita Hurtado. The city of Denver will receive over $2.5 million in federal grants towards addressing youth homelessness. Mayor Mike Johnston and U.S. Representative Diana DeGette of Colorado announced the funding last week. The U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development's Youth Homelessness Demonstration Program, or YHDP, is providing the funding. Grant money will help support various housing programs within selected communities. 
Denver City Councilman Chris Hines held a special invitation Zoom meeting Friday with officials and business representatives to talk about how to reduce crime. A report by the Denver Gazette says a letter sent by city residents and business members sought a response from council members to address what they described as concerns over safety that are, quote, daily, if not hourly. A mass shooting that occurred on Market Street on Saturday, September 16th, helped spur the conversation, according to the newspaper. That evening, five people were injured when a woman randomly shot them after being refused entry to a bar because of her fake ID. The online meeting included Denver Police Chief Ron Thomas, three members of the Denver City Council, representatives of the offices of Mayor Mike Johnston and DA Beth McCann, as well as neighborhood associations and local businesses. The Hyatt Plains Library District agreed Friday to pay an Erie Community Librarian a $250,000 settlement for allegedly firing her after she criticized their decision to remove LGBTQ and anti-racist programming. The Library District's Board of Trustees' new policies forced librarian Brookie Parks to cancel programming two years ago. The library deemed titles like the Read Woke Book Club too polarizing. According to Denver 7, Brookie Parks wanted to create programs for teens that would build compassion. In addition to the settlement, the library district will create a review committee that will give librarians a say in programming. Parks' attorney says the settlement may be the first of its kind in the country for a librarian fired in relation to civil rights content. For weather today, in Boulder and Denver, we can expect clear skies with a high of 82 and a low of 50. In Fort Collins, we'll see a high of 81 and a low of 47. For KGNU, I'm Yvonne Olivas.